take a moment and think about what the word you use the most often is. Of course, it's impossibly certain, but there's a pretty good chance that it's something like the or of. In fact, I've already used both of these words multiple times in this podcast. The Oxford English Corpus, which is basically a tool used by the people who make the dictionaries to count words, rank both of these in the top five most common words alongside be, to, and and. Again, all of which I've used already. If we keep going down the list, we see words like a, in, and i. Further down, we can find by, from, and they. There's not much relationship in the meanings, but notice how short each of these words is? In fact, you would need to go down all the way to rank 45, about, to find a word with more than one syllable. We can see this pattern in other languages as well. Consider Spanish, whose frequency lists consist of que, de, and no. This is a phenomenon in linguistics known as the brevity law. The law basically states that the more common a word is, the shorter it is on average, and vice versa. Just to be clear, the way the length of a word is determined generally seems to be somewhat arbitrary, as brevity law is applicable to both phoneme count and letter count. There are plenty of good papers that do a phenomenal job explaining the brevity law and examples within a language, but I'd like to propose a new direction to extend this problem. As I mentioned earlier, this connection between word length and frequency seems to hold across multiple languages, and we can see that some words are commonly used universally across languages, such as of, translated to de in multiple languages like Spanish and French, or maybe I, which is translated to yo or je. So do all words share similar lengths across different languages? And if not, can we analyze why some words are shorter in some languages than in others? Perhaps most importantly, what can the length of words tell us about a language? To make our question more specific and focused, I'm going to propose a hypothesis. The shorter the noun is in a language, the more often the object of the word must appear in regions that naturally speak the language. So just an interjection for full transparency, I personally am only fluent in English and Mandarin, with some general knowledge of Spanish and Latin. All translations from other languages will be made using tools like Google Translate and online dictionaries, and may potentially lead to incorrect or flawed data. The upcoming examples I will be discussing are all just arbitrary or interesting ones that I have picked out amongst thousands of words. My goal here is just to present some of my observations. Neither the examples nor this podcast should be used as definitive proof either for or against the question I proposed. Now let's consider the noun sea, spelled S-E-A, as in the large body of water synonymous with ocean. One syllable, two phonemes, three letters, definitely a pretty short word. We can also observe its translation's relative shortness across most languages. Hai in Mandarin Chinese, Mare in Latin, Hav in Norwegian. If we translate C into Nepali, however, we get Samudra, definitely longer than the prior examples. Why might this be? Well, Nepali is actually a landlocked country, which means there may not be much of a reason to mention the ocean all that often. Let's look at another landlocked country, Rwanda. From the national language, we get Inyanja, another relatively long translation. We can take this one step further. Let's consider a specific sea, the Mediterranean Sea. Certainly a long word in English. We can see a similar length in Russian. Meanwhile, in languages like Turkish, the translation can be as short as Akdenis. One difference between Turkish, English, and Russian? Turkey is located right next to the Mediterranean Sea. So then, can we make a statement about geography? The shorter the translation of a geographic structure is in a region's language, the more common slash closer it must be to the region. If we are to look at just the information I've talked about, it would seem pretty obvious that this idea holds. Unfortunately, there are many more examples that I've not talked about. 
In fact, you don't even have to look at a translation of a different geographic structure to find a counterexample. Let's reconsider the word C. I mentioned Rwanda and Nepal earlier as landlocked countries, so let's take a look at Mongolia, another country that is not connected to the ocean. The Mongolian translation is Dalai, on par with the length found in languages like Latin, and even shorter than some countries who are definitely not landlocked, like Greece. Or what about Kazakhstan, the largest landlocked country in the world? Ten years, two syllables, another short translation. So is that it? Is my original hypothesis disproven? Not necessarily. When I first came to this conclusion, I was admittedly surprised, but soon realized that my thinking was far too simplistic for such a complex problem. To begin with, many languages, English included, find their roots in another language like Latin, and thus word length could be more indicative of the root language than the actual language. Additionally, it's crucial that we compare the relative lengths of words amongst their own language. Consider Chinese, where the translation of computer science is "disuanji." Seems short initially, but only until you realize that a majority of words in Chinese are only one or two syllables. Finally, I implore you to remember that I am not even an expert in English, let alone any other language, and that there are undoubtedly many cultural implications that I'm unaware of that could affect word length, even within the few examples I presented. The unfortunate reality of the situation is that a five-minute podcast and a few weeks of research is nowhere near enough time to properly prove or disprove my hypothesis. There are far too many cases that need to be considered, not to mention that exceptions can exist. The goal of this podcast was simply to incite a line of thinking in an area of linguistics that I believe deserves more attention. Hopefully, you've learned a bit about the brevity law and maybe even had your interest sparked to continue looking into this phenomenon.